Hi everyone, I'm Flynn. I'm Gianni. I'm Luke. Uh, and welcome to another episode of Chatting Cinema. Uh, today we are going to finally give our thoughts on Rise of Skywalker, kind of just talk through it, like yeah. initial reactions, how we felt about everything. Like civil mm-hmm. adults yes. on like film Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Um, I think, first of all, similarly to The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, I went into this movie super excited. Yes. And that was despite a pretty uh, lukewarm reception, I think, from critics. Uh, that Rotten Tomatoes score dropped, and I was like, wow, it's kind of low. I was low. getting a little nervous, yeah. It was critics sitting... were harsh on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah critics were. But um, I still went into it with a totally open mind. Um, I had loved this trilogy up until that point, so I was really excited to see it still. And um, I had a good time. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I think there are a lot of, like, I, I've said this to you guys, I think, off camera, and um, and definitely to other people that I I saw it with. And it's like, I think there are some of the best moments in Star Wars in The Rise of Skywalker. Some of the best moments ever, like in a Star Wars movie. But there are also some things that I totally disagree with and that I really didn't like and that really rubbed me the wrong way. Um, But we can get into that, obviously. But overall, I was entertained. I had some issues. Yeah. So unlike Gianni, (laughs) I went in with no expectations whatsoever because the last three times I've seen a Star Wars movie with expectations, I was just like hit in different ways right. every single time which this isn't like the numbered it's like rogue one last jedi solo right. i was just kind of like thrown off every single time yeah so i was like you know what luke you love star wars just go in nothing go in with nothing and leave with whatever however yeah. you feel and like you said i feel like the best word to describe it was i enjoyed it i, I was entertained wasn't the best star wars movie by any means but i had a good time and I really agree that some of the best moments of the series are in this movie, but there are some very weak points too, yeah. which is okay because movies aren't perfect. You know, like as long as it is entertaining and it had a good ending, which I thought it did, obviously there's always a better way that fans think yeah. of. But for me, I left the theater with a smile like across my face and like I was just like, I love Star Wars. like. You know, this wasn't my favorite. And, yeah. and when I yeah. rank all nine, it's not my favorite. Right. But I had a good time. I, I agree completely. I actually, you know, unfortunately, I, I did go in, like, with my confidence kind of dinged and, like, feeling, like, nervous and upset because this, this trilogy means so much to me. Um, and, and these characters, the, the new characters, the sequel trilogy characters mean so much. And I was just really nervous. And then, you know, I... I was watching it and like halfway through I'm like, you know, I'm 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 feeling this and then by the end I was, you know, the same. Like there there are decisions that I I don't like that we'll talk about, but overall there are a lot of really great moments I think and there was way more good than bad for me. Um specific narrative choices aside, like visually I think this movie is awesome and yes. ev- everybody is like at such a point with their characters. Um, that we get some of the the best performances, you know, especially from Daisy. I think she does such a good job as Ray in this movie, and so yeah, I, I had a really good time with it, and I'm I'll revisit it again and again and again, as I already have in theater. I've seen it four times now, I think, and yeah. every time I'm just like, yeah, I'm having a good time with this. So yeah. Every time I kind of watch it, I'm like, am I gonna am I gonna not like it now? And then I get to the end, and I'm like, nah, no, nah, it's cool, yeah. I'm down. Yeah, no, definitely. I think. I want to hit on some of the things that I absolutely adored about it. Well, yeah. I feel like we should get the negative out of the you way. You want to do that first? Because okay. I, yeah. obviously, like, every movie, there's you're going to have problems, but I would love to end on what yeah. we loved. End on Deal. And also, 
Spoiler alert! Yes. yes. Yeah, we're gonna get. If you have spoilers. not seen it, do not continue watching and watch after you see it. Okay. And well, go see it. then first off, um, I don't like how Palpatine came back, and I think he should have been left out. I really do. Um, let's let that character die in Return of the Jedi. Agreed. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, while I agree, I didn't hate how they did it. Okay. But I do agree he should not have been there. Yeah. I think that they could have come up with a new villain. They could have built up Snoke. They could have yeah. built up Kylo, whoever they wanted. And, I mean, if you're thinking about it in the sense of the Skywalker saga, he is the villain all sure, nine sure. movies. It makes sense. Could, I think they could have done better. But I don't hate how they did it. That's I'm like in this middle place where like I know what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I know what they were trying to do. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Thinking from that perspective of the the Skywalker side, like like listening to to JJ or or Terrio talk about like why they did it, I th- it makes sense from their point of view. I agree that I I don't like it, and I was so sure that because there's stuff in in Legends. Um, that Sith Force ghosts are sometimes tied to a location. Um, so they're somewhat like Jedi, but they can't just, like, pop up like like Yoda's all over the place and, <laughs> and Obi-Wan is, like, <laughs> in the sky and, and Hoth or whatever. Like, they, they're tied to a location. So I was like, oh, this makes perfect sense. This is why the, the wreckage of the Death Star is in this movie. Yeah. I was 100% positive that Palpatine was not going to be a, a real person risen from the dead with, you know, um, cloning or dark science, secrets only the Sith knew. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's like their plot hole escapee thing. Every single time is secrets to the Sith only. Yeah. I'm like, bro, how many secrets do they have that, like, you can't just keep being like they have another secret that allows yeah. us to do this. Like, like they're pushing it. No, don't get me wrong. Darth Maul coming back in Clone Wars was excellent. Yeah. yeah. But that was a secret that the Sith only knew. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I have a, I have a problem with with Palpatine coming back, especially because it leads to another narrative decision that mm-hmm. not a fan of, which is Ray being a Palpatine. Sure. Um, it doesn't even sound right, even yeah. though I know it's like canon. Yeah. Like, when they said it in the movie, I just kind of stopped and I was like, so that's where this is going. And it's, right, it's right. kind of interesting, too, because after Force Awakens, um, that theory, the, the popular theory was that she was a Kenobi or, or a Skywalker, this and that. And the Palpatine theory kind of floated around, and that was really interesting because kylo has sort of the hero's backstory right like he two legacy characters and they're they're both the good guys and he's trained by the goodest of all good guys and luke skywalker and and he turns so it would be so interesting to have ray have a villain's backstory and end up the hero and so after force awakens came out it was like okay cool and uh in the novelization of force awakens actually there's um in the fight in the forest ray hears a voice in her head and she's totally tapping into the dark side when she's like slashing at Kylo at the end there. But then after Last Jedi, that kind of lost its sheen for me, knowing that like there was a legitimate possibility that Rey was not going to be tied to a legacy character, that she was going to be Rey from nowhere. like, And that really worked for me. Yeah. So to see sort of like, uh, I don't even want to say retcon, but like to sort of hedge on that bet and and make her a Palpatine was was disappointing for me, just specifically because I don't hate the choice in the grand scheme of things. But as far as where this trilogy was going and where we had already been, it was disappointing right. for me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me personally, it just left a bad taste in my mouth because mm-hmm. at the end of Last Jedi, 
I really, similarly to you, I liked that Ray was being set up as a nobody, that anyone can be force sensitive. And I think that that really expands the universe too. And I think that's what Ryan Johnson was really trying to do with that yeah. with that film, show that there are so many facets and sides to the Star Wars galaxy. Right. It's a galaxy. Yeah, it's not just the legacy characters it's not that just we know. One family that matters. Right. Yeah. So then I just feel like parts of the Rise of Skywalker, specifically Rey being a Palpatine, are just so reactionary. Yeah. There's such a reaction to Last Jedi, and I don't know. It left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, yeah, and I think the Rise of Skywalker. This is like an overarching thing that the trilogy suffered from. Like, The Rise of Skywalker specifically, you feel it because it's it's the culmination of the trilogy. But Star Wars, like, the people in charge, Kathleen Kennedy, should have gotten the directors that she wanted to work on the films in a room together and worked out the entire story in one go. Because there is no unity. There is no fluidity with these movies. Now, some people hate The Last Jedi. That's fine. Some people love it. That's fine. But I... I just want the movies to flow. I hate the Attack of the Clones. Right. I think it's the worst Star Wars movie, but it flows with one and three. Mm-hmm. It bridges them. Last Jedi does not bridge seven and nine, and that's because J.J. did what he wanted and right. didn't work with Ryan. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because The Last Jedi suffers because of that now, Yeah. because it's the outlier. So this trilogy needed fluidity. It needed a concise story that worked with itself, and I don't see J- Ryan's end story being bad at all. Yeah. I think it would have been better probably. Yeah. But I don't like I don't dislike JJ's. Yes, it's yeah. just they didn't work yeah. together, right? And it shows. And it's like you, ev- everybody may knock one, two, and three, but they flow very nicely, and it's and it's not the best, but it's a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like they work with each other. It's like one starts it, two builds off one, three builds off both, and that's yeah. how a trilogy should go. Yeah, it's Whereas one singular. It's George's one vision, like a, almost like yeah. a pissing contest between yeah. the directors. Yeah, which like I don't think would have happened if it was handled differently at the conception of the trilogy. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, some of the, I agree, and some of the stuff that, you know, J.J. did, like Gianni was saying, just feels so reactionary, like, the the monologue from Luke in Last Jedi, and and not to, like, keep going back to Last Jedi, because we're talking about Rise of Skywalker, but, like, to Gianni's point about expanding the galaxy, like, Luke telling Rey it's time for the Jedi to end, and, and, you know, to, to think that only one group of people has a monopoly on the Force's vanity is like awesome and th- and that's what it should be and that's that's how I un- would understand the force yeah. and last jedi doesn't end saying that there aren't allowed to be jedi and i, I think that people and I, I don't know if if jj misinterpreted that or jj knew that some fans misinterpreted that and was like okay we're going to cuz a moment i really love in this movie is is all the jedi coming with Ray and you know the the, the be with me moment I think it's great and I think all those cameos are great but it really feels like a doubling down of no the Jedi rule they're right. the best <laughs> and like every point that last Jedi makes is true they the legacy of the Jedi is failure they continually mess things up they they continually allow for these these things to happen and it's not that you know like people can use the the light side of the force without buying into a, a religion. So it it just felt like a very much like this like no I think that this is what the Jedi are in people's minds and it's like they don't have to be you know yeah, yeah. well I so. think something you said just now makes perfect sense where you don't have to use the light side of the force by buying into a religion the Jedi are religion right they're a group that figured yeah. out how to use it they're not the only people who know how to use exactly. it exactly and. 
that could have really set up the universe, which they can still very And that's Broom Boy <laughs> at Broom the end. Boy. <laughs> like he's, Broom Boy. Broom Boy, Star Wars story. Yeah. But, yeah, no, like, I think that if they work together and they they built – because, like, also the ending of Nine, like, like I don't want to ever see another Skywalker saga movie. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to see 10, 11, 12. Right. Because the way it ended, it ended. And, like, the way Six ended was open. Mm-hmm. But the way they ended this was very – concise yeah, and felt done. pretty definitive. Which yeah. I also disagree with. I feel like there could have been a 10, 11, 12 yeah. with a said character, uh, Ben Solo, mm-hmm. being the focal point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that was my biggest <laughs> problem with this yeah. movie was spoilers. Yeah. Ben dies. Bye-bye, yeah. Ben. <laughs> At, you know, watching it, I understood why it was happening, but I felt like we were being cheated because yeah. Adam Driver – is the best part of this trilogy. Yeah. I, I don't even think it's disputable that, like, his character's progression yes. from, like, full-on dark side, I hate everything, to, like... Fractured, seduced by the light side. It's so good. And, like, yeah. just all the moments we had with him in this movie where, like, you saw Han's mannerisms yeah. within him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, those were just such nice touches where, like, I was like, all right, and then they killed him. Yeah. I'm just like, really? Like, you, you really had to go and do that right now? Yeah. yeah. Make him so damn likable and redeemable. <laughs> like, he's back. He's Ben. Yeah. For three minutes. Yeah, it's a shame because I understand the thinking of, like, all right, how do we, we – we can redeem this character in the eyes of the viewer. How do we redeem him in-universe, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how does Ray show up on the X-Wing – followed by the TIE fighter with Ben Solo to the resistance base where they've been fighting this guy. This guy's been murdering their friends for years. I, I get that, but it, it it really did feel like a waste because the the my the reason the throne room fight scene in The Last Jedi is my favorite, again, Last Jedi, mm-hmm. um, is my favorite Star Excellent. Wars scene. Like <laughs> I do quite a bit, actually. Um, the reason that's my favorite Star Wars scene is I love Ben Solo, and I love seeing Ben Solo. And for a few minutes there, you get to see Ben Solo. Yeah. And and then it's gone because Ray rejects him in in that moment. And then it's like, and then we get to see Ben Solo again, and it's like, oh my god, Ben Solo is the best Star Wars character. He, is. he rules. And <laughs> you know he's taking on the Knights of Ren. He's doing the Solo shrug. He's shooting well, like when stormtroopers. He the like this, I was like, so good, oh, like freaking out. Yeah, uh, like Ray and Ben's dynamic is so good. So it it, it really felt like you know people have kind of like touched on like was this the decision they were gonna make? Was this something they changed at the last minute? I don't know, but it does really feel weird that he dies by Palpatine throwing him off and then he comes back he wasn't dead and then he you know uses force healing to to bring back Ray and then they have a moment and then he just dies right again it does it did feel a little weird to me like yeah. uh, some like something right if here they wanted to do 10 11 12 Ben was Ben was it yeah like right and it's no no disrespect to any of the other new trilogy characters but mm-hmm. like He's your guy. Yeah. It's a Skywalker saga. Without a yeah. Skywalker, yeah, he's, right. he's, he's the Skywalker, yeah. And, like, it's not that I don't think Rey couldn't carry a movie. She just did. Yeah. But you need a Skywalker in the Skywalker saga. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I think it's just, like, a weird place of no more Skywalker movies. Yeah. But we should get to the stuff we like. Well, before that, you just mentioned uh, that Ben had his sort of, like, fake-out death. Mm-hmm. And that's something else I wanted to hit on that I really didn't like. That seemed to be a running theme throughout the film, that there are all these, like, fake out death yes like chewbacca first yeah, and at first that's true i was like wow he's he's dead yeah, yeah and i was really upset and like and then he was back you know and i'm thinking okay like 
got me. Yeah. And then they did it again with 3PO. Yes. And then with Ben. And then with Ray. There, <laughs> it was just happening. There is a whole, whole lot movie. of... It's classic fake out. Yeah. And I... I really I want I want to talk about Rise of Skywalker on its own, but I'm gonna bring up Last Jedi again because it's just the 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 one thing specifically about Last Jedi is like it makes choices and sticks to them, whereas Rise of Skywalker it felt like they were almost scared to do that. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. of the reactions that that Last Jedi elicited from some people. So it felt like every like you're saying like every bet got hedged. You know, again, if they had just met up before it started, written the entire story. That wouldn't have happened. Yeah. It, Although, you know what I will say for that? I I don't, like, 100% agree with the whole there wasn't a roadmap for this trilogy because I do think there was a vague roadmap. Yes. That, and I, I think would, that... I would say that's... That when, right. when Ryan Johnson came in and when uh, when Abrams and Terrio came back for Rise of Skywalker, they were just given all the freedom in the world so they could kind of be selective with right. what they wanted to do with what had just happened. Yeah. And I think that's where it was yeah. lost in translation. And I that's think where you get some inconsistency. You need, you need to work together. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think, yeah, I agree. I think that what probably happened was there was like a overall, like, these are our characters. They get from point A to point B to point C. This happens. This is how it ends. Big resistance, celebration, mm-hmm. good guys win, yada, yada. Um, and the, the problem with that was that JJ came in and was like, okay, I can do this, this, and this. Um, and then didn't realize that somebody else would come in without his specific vision. He also didn't plan to do the third one. True. Um, so in in doing that, he's like, no, 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 this isn't what I was going to do, and just did that instead of organically flowing mm-hmm. with, okay, this is where we're going with it. Fine, let's do this story decision, this story decision. Because it's, you know, it's a mess behind the scenes. Colin Trevorrow is the director, and, and he gets a story credit for this. So what is his, you know, the – story details from his are kind of floating out and yeah. it's like people say that those are real but it's like all these different like also, there's concept art and it's not anybody in anybody who says that the JJ cut is real is dumb yeah. because <laughs> we watched the JJ cut we watched 100% we've already seen it yeah. it is that there is no like he didn't hate the they fly now scene like <laughs> it's a Star Wars movie this is a toy commercial people I, I, they I like sell that scene. toys I know you would I like, that <laughs> I like it too that's a fun scene but but my point is is that like there it like all these theories of like JJ fought for a better movie this is JJ's yeah, movie what yeah, are you talking yeah. about yeah he Kathleen made. came in with like a no this is gonna happen and, Which, and JJ was like oh okay like, like, yeah, no, no, that's no. not what happened like, no, I'm sorry like the, the bad things that happened are also JJ's fault along with the good things yeah. it's like they're a director they make choices and like it's both up to them but we are at 19 minutes we haven't talked about what we liked let's do it let's talk about what we liked um, I love that Ray Finn and Poe kind of go on their own adventure in finally. this film finally wish um, Rose was there but I love it I wish Rose was there too yeah. I was gonna hit on that as well yeah. I, I wish Rose had more of a spotlight in this film yeah. I think that was a huge mistake on their part um, but nonetheless I loved yes. that we got to see our three heroes go on that nice adventure together um, people have been saying like, "Oh, the bickering is dumb; it doesn't work." But I think that hard yeah, disagree. Ever watch four, five, yeah. or six. Yeah, they bicker. Hard they're disagree. so stressed out. Of course, they're going to yeah. be fighting with each other left and right. And That's the uh, point. And like, yeah. also, if you think about like their dynamics, like Finn is the connector between the three. Where right. He's friends with Poe. He's friends with Ray. Right. But Ray and Poe don't really know each other yeah. aside yeah. from like they fought together. Right. And it's like. Yeah, there's gonna be tension because like they're fighting over Finn's love. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's as simple like, as that. F- like familial, like yeah. And 
I I was so thrilled by that because we knew John and Daisy had really good chemistry together, mm-hmm. and we knew John and Oscar had really good chemistry together. But I think that Oscar and Daisy had really good chemistry together too. I think together. they worked really yeah. well as a group. Like the like, like their back and forth when when Poe lands the Falcon and Ray's been training is just like so good. It was like Leia and Han's back and yeah. forth, or like mm-hmm. like like because it just worked so well. Where like you're gonna be in this tiny ship like with these same people for long stretches of time because the movie doesn't show how long they're together right. for, you know? And like it's just a fun dynamic where like that's the part of relatable part of Star Wars. Yeah. Where like yeah. this could be you and your group of friends right. off on some insane adventure. You're that, a difficult no, man. That those <laughs> yeah. That those three people would have never expected they'd be on. Like I thought that was great. Yeah. And it was nice to just finally see that because like this like this series like kind of had them on their heels from the get go where like yeah. they were on the run right mm-hmm. away which I liked I thought that was good but it was nice to finally get like the group together yeah um, I loved the the relationship that was built up uh, with Leia and Ray and I love the send off for Leia I think that was really beautifully was handled and yeah. well done yes um, very difficult task very yeah and they did it a very nice way yeah. which you know like one thing I thought that complimented the last jedi really well was the scene the flashback with leia mm-hmm. and her mm-hmm. lightsaber oh, yeah. because yeah. the thing is is that like her whole scene where she uses the force to bring herself back in the ship we never they never said she got jedi training like, yeah the books yeah. did yeah we get the movies never did so seven or eight so yeah. it's both their fault and i was like all right that makes sense now yeah like, and now she was full that flashback it was like the the last day of her training so we know she went through like a full exactly. training period it's like with, that little thing like Luke. made the last Jedi make more sense to me, and I, mm-hmm. I appreciated that yeah. because even though I said like they didn't flow, there was moments where they did. Yeah, sure. So well, absolutely, yeah. I thought her lightsaber was dope too. Yeah, 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 yeah. She got a good lightsaber. Oh yeah, I thought it was gonna be purple. Yeah. <laughs> the, the blade <laughs> when she ignited, I was like, oh, it's blue. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's a Skywalker. It makes yeah, sense. yeah, Skywalker blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I love Ray and Kylo. And Ray, Ray and Ben, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, good, good boy. Yeah, I think that I think they're so good together. I think that their stuff in this movie is is probably the stuff that works the best. Um, they're sort of like like force vision fights that just keep like bouncing from planet to planet. So well executed. Yeah, I I think they're so good. And then and then at the end when when Ben turns and you know they have their little moment. And uh, I'm going to talk about the Raylo kiss. Everybody, Before, before you do that, because um, you were starting to talk yeah. about it, I think that the only lightsaber duel in this series that rivals episode threes is this one on the Death Star. So good. Because, like, if we're doing some power rankings right now, like, number one is the episode three. Number two is that. And you won't like me, but I think number three is um, Luke and Vader and six. Four is the uh, throne no, room. It's a good one. Four is the throne like, room. But Luke, Luke and I know throne room is your favorite. Really yeah, I love throne room. Which don't get me wrong, I ain't sleeping on. Yeah. <laughs> but but I look at it within like story purposes too, because like four, five, and sixes weren't as exciting. But like the story. Yeah, they have more emotional weight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but this this duel was just so exciting visually. Like yeah, it was a marriage of both. Like, like, like the, everything that was happening, like this gigantic like like ocean storm yeah. happening and yeah. like everything is falling apart they're on the remnants of the death star yeah visually like, it's it so was, good and ray was tapping more and more into the dark side i'm just mm-hmm. like hello ray yeah like, they're what you doing to the point of like <laughs> physical exhaustion like they're like barely going by yeah. the end of it because they put everything into it all right I now love you can talk about battle. your kiss i'm gonna talk about the raylo kiss everybody <laughs> buckle in buckle in 
I love it. <laughs> I love it. The first time I watched it, I was like, cool. Like, I, I was good with it. And then the the more I thought about it, I was like, no, I like this even more. Um, because, you know, Dion's I... just, like, <laughs> boiling his seat right now. <laughs> I have talked about, and uh. I, like, I interpret Star Wars to be about love. Mm-hmm. And so I interpret the light side of the Force to be love. And the fact that Ray and Ben are a dyad in the Force made it make sense to me that they have this kind of like connective relationship where words aren't necessary and they're kind of like just like bonded in that like interesting way that we haven't seen Star Wars explore before. Um, so I, you know, I thought that Last Jedi built to this, like I, I figured it was coming and I, I thought that it worked. Yeah. Before you go, mm-hmm. I'm like in the middle on it. Okay. So okay. Then you can tee off. Okay. Um. So I liked it, but then when Ben died, I was like, well, and it was pointless. So yeah, that, that that's I was a shame. just like, you set this up. Here it is. We've been thinking it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and now it's gone. Bring Ben back, 2020. I think. Yes. I'm in a similar that's boat. That's all I have to say. I think so. I'm in a similar boat. I I wish that if Ben was going to die. I wish they didn't kiss mm-hmm. and at least exchanged a few words. Yeah. Right. Well, but if Ben when, was going to live, when ben then died, I'm good with the kiss. Right. Like, when Ben died, mm-hmm. all had been won. Like, they already won. Palpatine was gone. Yeah. Right? And then he died. So yeah. it was like there was no stakes left. Yeah. It was just like, all right. like, And then they kissed and then he died. Yeah. The end. I also Ooh. think for me, it's that getting back to all of those fake out deaths that were happening throughout the film, I feel like Ben's death would have been felt more if like Chewie hadn't fake died and yeah. 3PO didn't have his memory wipe just to come back. Yeah. Like Yeah. Yep. Like this is the one you're going to kill? Yeah. This is the one you're going to stick to? <laughs> like after, yeah. After yeah. teasing killing two of our original trilogy characters that are <laughs> right. beloved and side characters like you going to do that to us? After Leia had died, yeah. I yeah. mean, I just it's like let's let's pick one, yeah. you know, and let's, have that be the yeah, one that hits hard. Think about like, in episode 7 when Han dies. You're I already know you're cringing. Like Oh, like, like it felt like so powerful. Yeah. And then because of like, even there was fake out deaths in eight where like, but when Luke fades, I was like, well, I am sad now. (laughs) Like it wasn't like Han where I literally cried. Yeah. And then you're totally right. Nine was just like, this guy's dead. No, he's not. No, he's not. It was like Game of Thrones, except they kept coming back. Although, and I do want to say that I've only seen the movie once, Same and I, I'm going to see it again, obviously, when it comes out, but I, I, want to, I, I do think that in hindsight and in retrospect, as the years go on, the, the solo family, that trio, is going to go down as a really tragic but also yeah. triumphant story yeah. in that they all die in the end, but they still had their resolutions, and right. I, I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So at right. least knowing that Ben died uh, satisfied and, and redeemed and himself feeling like a weight has been lifted. Right. That I think in retrospect, I'll feel good about. Uh, that Ben but, Solo smile. I yeah. yeah. Melt, mm-hmm. melt. Well, I think one thing that's interesting to think about with this too, cause this is like the last Star Wars retrospective. Um, like the original trilogy obviously was beloved from the get go mm-hmm. and still ages very nicely. One, two, and three were not received well, but <laughs> our generation likes them a yeah. lot. Yeah, no, it's And they're starting to be I think this gen. I think these movies will age nicely. Yeah, I think and so I too. think being yeah. able to watch all nine will change how we mm-hmm. feel too. Because it's a different. I can't wait to do that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've done so many Star Wars yeah. marathons. I'm yeah. like so ready to do like an all nine one. Oh now. yeah. But I I think that 
in the end, it's like obviously there's things we wish could have been better done differently. But sure. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy yeah. too. The the one scene I want to I want to touch on before like if we want to wrap up is um one of my favorite scenes in the movie is is Han and Ben mm-hmm. on the Death Star. Um, I don't know the story came out like JJ just called up Harrison and he said he'd do it. I don't know if he was like. <laughs> Harrison, you're gonna have to do like a couple new lines of dialogue, and the rest is what you say in Force Awakens. You don't even have to memorize a new script. I don't know if that was part of it, but I think it works so well. Yeah, it's so Hansel. And and just the the dad I know moment is like mm-hmm. enough to make me like never be able to hate this movie ever yeah. because like that like I get choked I up can. thinking about it. Yeah, it's it's so good, and mm-hmm. it's such a nice like like turning of like you know Leia sacrificed herself to save Ben and then Han comes back with this conversation and they both kind of like they both did they they both lost their lives to try and like save the soul of their son and I think yeah. it's like such a nice like quiet moment in this movie that it yeah. just like flies at a thousand miles an hour yeah, and it, it just does. like it really like does. everything's happening everything's happening and then it just like kind of stops to, yeah. to have that moment and i think it's really nice yeah i agree i was just gonna say that yeah that was a great moment to pause uh-huh. and yeah it felt good yeah i love han <laughs> i love han too. i love star wars <laughs> yeah. yeah han han as lando likes to say lando too great Oh yeah, but, <laughs> oh yeah. Forgot about Lando but again with the non-unity. <laughs> this isn't directors now. Apparently, that stormtrooper is his daughter. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, it's like it, like a line in the visual the dictionary. Ex- yeah, the visual <laughs> dictionary. That's where we find that out. Not the movie. Okay, all right then. And like yeah. in the beginning, Ben is at Darth Vader's castle on Mustafar. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, never. Like, we don't get like a little like, like Mustafar. We need the the Civil War giant location. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, eggs. it worked. I knew yeah. where I was at yeah. all times in that movie, but. Yeah, no, it was just, like, funny, all these details that we find out afterwards. Yeah. And, like, yeah. what Finn wanted to say to Ray was, I'm Force-sensitive. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, we didn't talk Me about too. That. As like, he's sinking into hey. the sand. Yeah, like, hey, Ray, Ray, Ray. I'm Force-sensitive. Just a feeling. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the Lando thing was so funny because, like, they're – I can't remember what that planet is that they're on, um, where Ochi's ship is, but uh, – a guy in a mask saves them, and you're like, all right, it's Lando. Yeah, <laughs> like, everybody right, knows it's Lando. Lando, and it's like, all right, all right, all right get Lando. to it. And then, and then they, they talk to him, he takes his mask off, and he's like, Wookiees stand out in a crowd. I was like, oh, my God, it's Lando. <laughs> right? Like, the whole time, it was like, all right, it's Lando. But then, like, Billy D just becomes Lando again, and it well, was so perfect. He's so charismatic. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Why, that's why Donald Glover is a perfect, like, yeah. follow-up, because right, it's so right. charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a Lando movie. Give so, it to me. Or a series. Give yeah. us the solo series on Disney+, Plus, please. please. Oh, my. I never thought of that. Man, I don't know. It's beautiful. I don't know if they'll be able to afford Donald Glover for it but maybe a cameo because yeah. i i really want more solo with alden yeah. but rise of skywalker rise of skywalker. Oh, yeah rise of skywalker good liked it <laughs> that i feel like it's a great ending point. Yeah. <laughs> we're 31 minutes in boys we're we're, we're good that yeah. wraps up our our last star wars kind of talk and at least for now at and least hey, for now if you liked it good for you yeah. you didn't good yeah. for yeah. you just the skywalker saga is over question mark <laughs> i don't know we'll, we'll never know out. Watch Fine. The Mandalorian. Next time on Game Realms. <laughs> Taika Waititi, come on in. All right, yeah, that wraps up uh, Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much. Uh, you can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts now, and YouTube, as well as, you know, any other host of podcast platforms that you listen to your podcasts on. Um, I'm Gianni. I'm Flint. And I'm Luke. 
Thanks for listening, guys.